You're listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast, where we explore the connection between a fit body and positive mental health. And our big mission, it's to help 10,000 runners to develop fitter minds in the next two years. I'm your host, Michelle Frost. Let's get moving. Welcome to this episode of the Fit Mind Fit Body Podcast. Today we talk to Michael Rowcroft. Michael is 22 and a year ago he was on drugs and homeless. But in the last year he found his way into rehab and when he was in rehab he discovered running. And he seriously has not looked back since. He's doing some amazing things and he finds that running helps him quieten his thoughts and ultimately to find some peace and serenity. I really hope that you enjoy this very inspirational episode. Today on Fit Mind Fit Body, I am delighted to introduce everyone to a new friend of mine, Michael Rowcroft. Welcome to the podcast, Michael. Thank you. Hello. It's great to have you here. I love it when um, when I, you know, I usually go in and ask people, invite them to the podcast. If I've either seen them, you know, in some place doing something or somebody else dobs them in, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Or they put their hand up and that's like, I think that's even better because it means, you know, they're something they want to share. So you yeah, fit exactly. into the putting your hand up and I think that's awesome because <laughs> you've obviously listened to some of them and you know some of the people I've talked to. So You've yeah, got a good handle on what we talk about here. And just the little bit I know about you, you've got a great story to share. So I'm really excited to share it with everyone. So All right. Let's get started. Awesome. Um, let's get Where did you grow up? Tell me a bit about um, so you. So I, I grew up in Golden Grove area in Adelaide. Adelaide? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I grew up. In a, I've got a younger brother and an older sister. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I just grew up there and, um, yeah, not living at home anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, grew up in a, yeah, been in the same house for, I don't know, 20 years or something. So oh, wow. not much, it's... not much of a difference. <laughs> so Golden Grove, it would be like a suburb of Adelaide. Yeah. Being, yeah. Being Tas- I know lots of Tasmanians move to Adelaide actually, because it's yeah. like all the other cities are a bit too big and they feel like Adelaide's sort of the next hop. I think. Anyway, a yeah, lot of yeah, Tasmanians yeah. when I was growing up, particularly when it uh, went to Adelaide, which I thought was pretty cool because it's like a yeah. smaller city, I suppose. But anyway, yeah. so you grew up in in a like a suburban family environment with a couple of siblings. Yeah. What was sport like for you at school? Um. Yes, I didn't really do much sport, but anything I did do, I'd um, – I wouldn't give it my best shot, you know. I just wasn't really yeah. motivated at all, and um, yeah, there'd be school footy, um, yeah, there'd be you know club footy, yeah, uh, which was you know which was alright. I was never any good at any of it, but just still go out there and do it. I guess it was more of a parents push me into it sort of thing, and yeah, just stuck it out until I could say I didn't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so, what did you like doing instead? Say when you were, you know, when you were young, say. You know, 10, um, 12, do you remember? Yeah, I used to love, like, going out camping, like, outdoors and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah just exploring outside. And do your so, parents, like, they, they used to take you guys camping? Was that a thing? Yeah, yeah. 
um, maybe once or twice a year. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's something that we do a fair bit. (laughs) I like getting out there and and exploring the outdoors. That's amazing. Yeah, I love it now. Yeah. So what did you do? What what was the thing that you liked about school? Was there anything that you liked about school at all? Not really. I didn't really like school at all. Um, Yeah, I dropped out at the end of year 10. Yeah. So... Um, what, what happened yeah, then? What was, did you do? Uh, I went and got into the asphalt industry. Oh, so like roads, road stuff? Yeah, yeah, doing road works and that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just, I've worked that job ever since I was, I think it was 16. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, that was, yeah, that was that. Yeah, I never enjoyed school at all. So that would keep you pretty fit, I would think. Yeah, there was definitely some long hours and some yeah. hard work. Um, yeah, it's a different sort of fitness yeah, sure. like kind of strong, I think. Like, there's a lot of lifting, or at least it feels like when you're looking at it, when you drive past that people are. Yeah, it's, it's more, I think, um, standing around waiting for it. Oh. Yeah, because it's, yeah, so it's different. It's, yeah, when when there's, when you need to go, you go, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And what are you doing that now? Is that. Um, no, I'm doing a fence. I'm a fencing contractor at the moment. Oh, that's cool. We need lots of fences. Yeah. One of my, one of my, I've only got one brother and three sisters. My brother was a fencing contractor at one point. So yeah. <laughs> I know a little bit about that. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Um. So how old are you? Because I asked you before off the recording. How old are you now? I'm 22. 22. So you're a bit of a baby. Yeah. What, <laughs> what other <laughs> things did you get up to after you left school? Or even before. What tell us a bit about um, what motivated you to even put your hand up to want to be on the podcast before we sort of yeah jump into that. Um, I guess I've had a bit of a colourful past. Yeah. As such, um, yeah, I got really heavily into drugs and alcohol abuse, and yeah, um, yeah, I left at home at the age of fifteen. Um, yeah. Yeah, I haven't been back. Um, yeah, there was just yeah. Uh, lots of lots of traumatic experiences through that life, and yeah, um, yeah, it just took me down a really really lonely road, and ended up being homeless. Um, yeah, severely addicted addicted to meth, and wow. um, yeah, I think it was in August 2021 I got stabbed, and oh. um, yeah, that was that was a pretty changing life changing experience then, but mm. it definitely wasn't my rock bottom, you know. Um, yeah, Isn't it was, amazing for you to even say that, though? Don't you think? Yeah. Wow. Hundred percent. Like looking back at it, I just yeah, I wasn't ready to give up. Um, at the time, I thought I was, you know. Yeah. And that was okay for the time, but yeah, in the in hindsight, I really wasn't. Um, so I went out and gave it another crack, and that didn't go very well for me either. No. So, uh, yeah, ended up in a rehab facility, and that's where I am yeah that's how I got to where I am today so did you put yourself there in the rehab facility yeah is that how that worked and when was that um that was in May this year uh, last year last year yeah we haven't had yeah. May yet Phew. Yeah. <laughs> my calendar was like okay, yeah <laughs> so when you're in the rehab what what made you move to you know running or take on some other activity in your life what what was the thing that started that um 
So yeah, I guess every morning there's like uh, uh, at rehab we had um, fitness for half an hour every morning, and mm. yeah, uh, when I first got there, the um, fitness bloke he actually was out trying to break the Heisen record, so he was out for eight weeks. At that point in time, he was training and that, and so when he come back, it was kind of a good time to start, I guess. Um, I was about yeah ten weeks sober, and thought this could be something that changes, you know. Um, and then, yeah, so we just started doing some basic fitness stuff. And then this young lad was coming in and he was doing this front yard ultra in the Adelaide city. Uh-huh. Uh, could no, no time to die. And, um, yeah, it's 6.7 Ks every, uh, on the hour, every hour. So you can't go any further. And, um, yeah, I just thought, well, I would do one lap, you know, and then do one more, I guess. And so I went, we went out there and yeah, I did 37 Ks on my first run ever what that's crazy so yeah it was pretty yeah yeah it was pretty crazy how that just come about I guess I fell into running yeah well I don't know if you've heard I've mentioned a couple of times on my podcast and I told him I said it the other day actually I've got a nephew who's like 33 or something like that he accidentally did a marathon actually it was an ultra marathon he wanted to tell me the other day because it was 45 (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but just because he came along when he was like 18 because he came along to one of those track events where I was counting off everybody's laps and so he was just going round and yeah. round and round so like you he kind of accidentally ran <laughs> a much further yeah. than he thought he was going to because he's just doing you know he at that time was 400 meter loops rather than what is it 6.71 or something or whatever the yeah. Yeah, front yeah, yard, yeah. backyard things are <laughs> yeah so can you can you remember what you were thinking when you when you did that like was it uh, it was like, yeah, I don't know. I was, I think I was four loops in, and I just thought, well, wow, this is a different experience. Yeah, you know? I was hallucinating. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, like, I, could, I don't know. It was really weird. It was like I was, I was yeah, That's I was kind of started to question my sobriety, I guess, and then I kind of realised it was like a natural high, I guess, and um, yeah. When I come across that finish line, I just it was it was really emotional, you know, because I just was like, wow, I was the first one to time out, but I still it was a massive achievement, yeah. That's incredible. I love that. Yeah. I just think um, it just shows what some of those kind of events, especially those like I've had, you probably know I've had a lot of the people from the backyard, <laughs> you had ultras, yeah. especially in the Western Australia, South Australian zone. Um, come on and talk about it. I had never heard about it until we had the podcast. So I'm like, what is this? And they had to keep explaining it to me. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. But but that concept that, um, you know, it's kind of, it's open to everyone. There's no like, I mean, yeah. I know there's a winner, but it's everybody can just, you know, be testing themselves and you all start at the same, you know, the top of the clock each each hour and things. And it it just, it has that, there's something about it that just allows anybody anybody to step in and have a go and do what they can do as a, for a personal thing, rather than it being, you know, an out and out race for line honors. It gives you, I don't know. It just, it yeah, just, it just gives, oh yeah, I don't know. It's more accessible. Or I was really attracted to it. Mm. Yeah. I was and really can, attracted to the idea. That being able to take it as far as you can as well. Like you, yeah. and there isn't this kind of the journey is what's important and you're not, it's like you're not going to get there. Like you're not going to say, okay, now I've done 46 or now I've done 52 laps. At some point, you know, you might decide I don't want to do it anymore. 
but those laps are still going to be there, if that makes sense. So you can yeah. keep trying it until, you know, you don't want to do it anymore, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. Um, For sure. You're the only sort of limiting factor, which, yeah, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a really cool talent. So have you obviously, I mean, I shouldn't say obviously, have you done more of those since then? <laughs> um, so I've done that one and I did the highest of 105 um, 50K event. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I was signed up to do the 37K event. Okay. And because I knew I could do 37K, because I'd done it before. And I was like, yeah. I could do that. And then when I get there, I was speaking to um, the event organizer and uh, so I want to up it to 50 and yeah, so we organized that and I upped it to 50 and yeah, the next day I went out and did it and finished it in eight hours and four minutes. So I was pretty, pretty happy with that. Wow. Yeah. And how was it as an experience? Because that's a trail run as well, isn't yeah. it? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How was yeah, it? Yeah, that then? was a... It was different. It was pretty cool because you were like, yeah, you started earlier than you know most of the other ones, and then you'd run through, and all the other distances were starting later, and mm -hmm. so you get you continuously have people all around you. I guess it was, yeah, it wasn't lonely at all. It was just a great atmosphere, and um, yeah, the finish line down in Victor Harbour that was the best. You know, you could see it, but it was just a five k journey, and it just didn't look like it was getting closer. Really, like a real mental teaser. Like way over there. Yeah. <laughs> I hate those ones. Actually, I shouldn't say that. Yeah. But you know where you can see for we've got one here. We used to do. Uh, was it called the Nile Ten Mile? But I think you could see it was a straight road, and yeah. I think two or three kilometers of just straight. You could see the whole two or three kilometers, and they were the longest two or three kilometers. Yeah. Of a run. Because <laughs> you can see the whole thing. Or beach runs can be a bit like that. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But they're very, it's very exciting when you finish, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. It's great. So, how do you feel now when you go for a run? Is it like this is something that you uh, want to take on for the rest of your life? Do you feel it like that? Yeah, 100%. There's times where, um, yeah, in the, in the morning it's just it's a grind just to get up. Yeah. But I know exactly once I put those sneakers on, and I'm out that door. It's just it's like you know everything goes quiet again. Yeah, yeah. it's just there's nothing else but me, my headlight, my shoes. You know, out yeah, out on the pavement. I guess it's pretty cool. So you do you do a lot of like dark early morning -y type of runs? Yeah, I have to for the work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think is keeping you motivated? to keep putting your um, shoes on your sneakers on like you said at the moment i'm training for an event that i'm i'm doing a fundraiser for the rehab facility i was in yeah um and so i'm gonna try to do the uh, break the fkt for the lavender federation trail in wow. adelaide that runs from murray bridge to claire so for those um, people who don't understand the acronym that you just used fkt yeah it's fastest known time there you go. Yeah. Amazing. How far is it? Uh, it's 325 kilometres. Holy moly. That's a long <laughs> way. Yeah. <laughs> What's the current fastest known time? Um, Four days, 12 hours. Ooh. And so you want to do four days, 11 hours and 30 minutes? Because um, <laughs> uh, his was self-supported because I'm going to be um, – 
supported, so it's two different categories. Okay. I've got to beat him by 24 hours. So I've got to do it in three and a half days. No. Yeah. And have you, you put a date down for it? When is it? Yeah. So it's from the 20th to the 23rd of April. And we'll we'll make sure we put a link to it in the show notes as well so people can go and yeah. check you out and, and support you because I think, yeah, what it's amazing. Like, ah, anyway, to go from not really, like not running this time last year, you weren't running, yeah? That's no. what I gather. To, um, yeah, I was timeless. <laughs> now doing a ridiculously long distance that many of us, because when I was coming through running, we did 5Ks and then we learned yeah. to do 10Ks and then, I don't know, after a year or so, maybe you did a half marathon and then it would take you at least two or three years to get up enough courage, maybe, if you ever did, to do a 42 to do a marathon. Yeah. And, then, and then you certainly wouldn't think about doing much more than that for a while, most people. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so, you know, when you think about what you're doing, it's quite, it's amazing. And I, what what made you think that this was this particular event or to, to dream this up? Did somebody put it into your head or did you read somewhere about this or how did you come um, on it? Not really. Um, yeah, so I was in Port Macquarie last year, at the end of last year, when I got out of rehab. And um, yeah, the rehab was has lost a bit of funding due to like you know government cuts and that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I was kind of just I'd, I'd do this lots of meditation and prayer and that. And I know there was an idea that came to fundraise money for it. So um, yeah, usually when those things are quite clear in my head, I usually jump onto them and um, yeah, it was just, I, yeah, within the flick of a finger, it was just, everything just started slowly happening and it was all organized. Um, yeah. I just, yeah, the lavender trail just popped into my head. So I just said, yep, we'll do that. And then not knowing how long or for how far it is and what the current fastest known time is. Um, I said, yep, no, we'll do it. Why would you need to know those things? <laughs> couple of weeks later, I did some research and I was just like, wow, might need to get some training down. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah. Oh, why is it called the Lavender Trail? Uh, I'm not too sure. I haven't done that research. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just imagine whether it might so. smell nice as you run along. Yeah. I don't know. And be covered in purple flowers. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, well, let's find out. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it seems it's kind of it sounds a bit like the spice trail or whatever from history, you know, <laughs> where people used to try yeah. and discover all the spices we're now using in our foods. But anyway, that's really it's just <laughs> hmm, I don't know how to I'm always amazed when people decide to do these big adventures in order to raise funds or awareness for for a cause. I think it's yeah. like it gives you an, an extra motivation to get out the door, yeah, like you 100%. said. It, definitely helping you, I'm sure, to, to train. And I've got friends here who yeah. who like run for, and they've buddied up with with um, usually children with special needs or something. And and whenever yeah. they run, it's part of of that sort of a connection, which is really nice. Um, yeah. What do you think you'll do when it's done? I know it's probably too soon um... to ask this question. Yeah, I'm not too sure. I know I've got to run every, like I've got an event every month of this year. Oh. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I kind of, uh, I've got, I'm an impulsive person. You know? I, yeah, I just do it straight away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, one's not enough, and hundreds, yeah, 
never enough either, you know. That's amazing. So, so, yeah. so the way you're going to keep moving at the moment is to look in your calendar at all the events that you have coming up and that'll keep you going even once you finish this charity. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. That'll keep yeah. you going out the door. Yeah, do you, 100%. Do you, do you call yourself a runner now? How do you? Um, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, there's some times where I think, you know, uh, that title sort of fits, but then there's other times where it's like, you know, just like, a, yeah, just becoming a normal person again. Yeah. Just regaining an identity that I never used to have. Yeah. Well, then maybe the identity you should have had. Yeah, not necessarily yeah, runner, but a, yeah, yeah, a healthy, yeah. fit person who, yeah. who cares about their future and, and what they're going to do, I suppose. 100%. Yeah. Sure. What, what sort of things do you think about when you're out there running? Um, there's not a whole lot that goes on when I'm running. You know? that, that's, I think, part of the reason why I do it. Um, yeah, being you know, through that addiction stuff and my head's pretty crazy sometimes. And, mm. um, yeah, the fight some. Yeah, most of the days where I find peace is when I'm out there running and it's just my feet on the ground, you know. And mm. um, Yeah, I don't really listen to music when I'm running because mm-hmm. there's no point. It's just my head's that quiet. You know, it's just pretty amazing. That is awesome. That's a real blessing, really, isn't it? Like to be able to because yeah. that's a lot of what we talk about on the podcast on and off. It's one of the reasons I started the podcast was to talk about how mindful running can be. Uh, but not everybody turns off when they run but they yeah. can, but they don't necessarily. So it's interesting yeah, that that help, helps you do that. It's that, yeah. you know, meditative sort of state that you can get into when you're running. Yeah, definitely. And it's been a practice for sure. You know, when I first started running it, it was still, you know, my head was crazy, but I think mm. the more and more I go deeper into it and I get more comfortable with what I'm doing and how I'm doing it. Um, and I'm getting more fitter, I guess it's less mm. things to worry about and, yeah, my brain's slowly starting to quiet. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's awesome. What's the thing that you found the hardest in your new? Um, probably when I first started, be the motivation to get up and get going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it is like um, having the right nutrition and stuff to be able to fuel my body, I guess, because yeah. I still love to eat. I still love to eat all the sweets and burgers and chips. and That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of people come on the podcast who said, actually, I just run so that I can eat. And I'm like, well, you know, yeah, it doesn't yeah. actually work exactly like that. But whatever, <laughs> if it gets you yeah, out the door, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, all calories aren't the same. You know all that about nutrition. And stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a mum sometimes on the podcast because I'm just as guilty, like, oh, yeah, I just had ice cream or I just had something I shouldn't really have too much of. I think that's okay. I just went for a run or I'm going to go for a run. So I'm going to get rid of it. Um, what do people think who, or are there many people you're still connected to from your past life, whether it's your family or, or friends who have seen what you've done with your life or, or do you not really have much um, with people from your past? So I've got a... I've got a couple of mates who I still keep in contact who I was, yeah, I was around when I was still in nappies, you know, with them. And yeah, um, yeah they're just super proud of who I am and who I'm becoming you know, and what I've done. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really see them personally. Um, it's just a boundary I've put up, you know, yeah, um, for the moment. 
Yeah. Um, you know, my parents and all that, they're, they're fully, you know, really supportive. And I guess I haven't really had a relationship with them much in the last two or three years, but now it's better than it's ever been, you know. Uh, mm. Yeah, I guess I'm just, yeah, redeeming myself now and, yeah. and trying to get come back. You know, we talked about it before we got on the podcast, but or before we started recording, it's just a journey. Like you, the journey that yeah. you've been on, it's almost you've got to accept you can't like say that didn't happen. No matter what has happened in our lives, you can't say like everybody has crap things that happen, whether we're responsible for them or not. It's just accepting it happened and, you know, doesn't have to define me for the future unless I wanted it to. And then going forward, I'm going to be X, whatever you decide you want to be, you know. It's, it's yeah, pretty exactly. exciting sure. really what you're doing because yeah. it's like that reinvention and you're choosing where you want to go rather than yeah. allowing, you know outside forces that are not necessarily that healthy for you to to decide yeah exactly i love it i do (laughs) i think it's amazing (laughs) i get lots of shivers down my spine when i talk to people like it's a great yeah because you're making such big steps you know it's one thing for you know well i shouldn't can't really say that but you know sometimes those of us you know like me we might put a little bit of weight on it oh no i think i'll go running more and but it's it's so that changes your life a little bit and yes you might lose a little bit of weight but for you it's a real transformation the journey that you're going on is massive you know it's quite a you know you probably don't recognize yeah, yourself sure. from from a couple of years ago at the moment what's going nah. on in your life and how you feel yeah mm-hmm. i don't recognize myself from 6 months ago yeah exactly yeah it's mm-hmm. just um yeah it's awesome and very, very impressive. So it's a, this is a question I ask most people, but it seems silly when I ask it often after these kind of stories. But how do yeah. you, if you hadn't started running, do you think you would have gone back to drugs or how do you think your life would have been now, like some you know, um, 10 months later? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely wouldn't have went back to drugs. I know that. Um yeah. You sort of taken yeah, up some I'm other just, hobbies, maybe. Yeah, I, I guess so. I would have, yeah, I would have found something else to do for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I've never had a passion for something like I have for running. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. I've never really found anything that's in, as enjoyable as this is for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's I I, I believe I would have found running eventually. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I guess it's better late than never. Oh, so you're not 22 for heaven's sake. Yeah. <laughs> I've got children older and younger than you. So yeah. like, you're a baby. Um, so, and I think I didn't even start running like full time when I say full time, like till I was like 25, I think. So yeah. there you go. Look at that. You could be doing a podcast of your own in about a week. <laughs> so, yeah. <if> <laughs> so how, how can people best support your run that you're doing? Um, so yeah, I've got a GoFundMe page that's mm-hmm. on my Facebook. Um, there's yeah, there's a you know that short promo video which is going to be a documentary yeah. come out uh, that's when it's really finished. good. By the way, like the the video that I saw, those are great. That's yeah, really yeah, mm. um, yeah. It's just yeah, there's that uh, GoFundMe page, and yeah, you, I'm pretty happy to open up to anybody who wants yeah. to privately connect with me through Facebook or yeah, yeah whatever. That's awesome. And are you putting up like regular updates in your training as well? Is that going to be part of the process? Yeah, that'll be part of the process for sure. Yeah. Follow my crazy training schedule. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> I imagine it's quite, like, I've only done 60 kilometres. So all of you guys that I keep talking to on here who do big, long, long things, I guess yeah. like the comprehension of how you train for something that far, I haven't quite got my head around yet. <laughs> <laughs> Working yeah, on it. It's, it's definitely can be overwhelming when you look at your training plan for the week, but I just try to look at one day at a time, you know, and just tick it one one thing off, move on to the next thing tomorrow, sort of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Did you get a plan? Like, have you got a coach? Have you got a plan written for you? Or have you? Yeah. So I've got David Turnbull from Perform Best. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's my running coach, so yeah. he's donated his time and uh, yes, through it for the um, run. Yep. So, yeah. That's awesome. And when you look at it, that I've had coaches in the past, and I look at it. And I always want to make people happy, you know, so I was like, yeah. well, they set me this thing to do. And then once I get into it, it's like, oh, this is all a bit hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the motivation that you're doing this, you know, to raise funds and awareness for, for the rehab, is that what gets you through those moments? Because there's like, there would be heaps of moments where you think, oh, this, I just don't have it in me today. Yeah, a hundred percent. It's that. Like the you know raising the funds for the farm, um, you know just to try to raise awareness for young men going through addiction as well. You know, yeah. just had a mate who passed away. Uh, he was only eighteen. You know, he just come out of the rehab and yeah. passed away a few days later. And it's just the reality of this stuff. And I think that just keeps me pushing towards it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, because it's it's not something that's you know foreign to society these days it's pretty out there i guess and yeah uh, yeah people are normalizing kids using drugs and yeah that's fine i think it's just it's going to be a there's going to yeah people got to know there's help out there as well and Mm. places like places like the rehab i went to i didn't think it was ever going to be yeah i didn't think there was anything like that around yeah because it's not spoken about or it's not as well publicized yeah, like um, most of the people who I speak to don't even know it exists. Yeah, it's pretty sad. It is. Yeah. Wow. I yeah. wish I knew it existed <laughs> a few years yeah. ago. But anyway, <laughs> that's, yeah. a, that's another story. Um, what do you think? Like once you've done this big run, I know we already talked about you've got you know some races planned for each month. Do you imagine that's what your hobby will look like? going forward in the, you know, let's say the next 10 years, is there, can you see? Yeah. hundred percent. Think about that. Yeah, definitely. I don't yeah. know. It's just, um, yeah. The passion I have for it at the moment is, is crazy. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think I can only just keep on striving to yeah, do bigger and better and yeah, I guess help other young men come through and yeah. or other, yeah, other people find their passion with running, I guess. And, just yeah just keep following that stuff because it yeah it didn't happen for no reason I guess Mm, exactly which is something we talked about um I was going to ask you I can't remember I hate that I hate that when my when my brain was (laughs) like I had this really good question I wanted to ask it but I can't remember all right Um, yeah yeah. do you run with many people or do you run by yourself most of the time it's by myself Mm -hmm. um but there's sometimes I run with a mate who I'm living with at the moment. Um, 
yeah, I run with him when he's when he's running. Yeah, he's got a bit of an injury at the moment with his hips. Yeah. So yeah, it's to me ra- running is like one of the most lo- uh, training for an event as well. It's one of the most loneliest times, but it's I think it's solitude. You know, it's one of the most loneliest sports I find. What is, um, is there a book, The Loneliness of the Long Distance Runner? That's a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that, I'll have to get it. You should get that one. You might. You, it sounds yeah, like you yeah. could have written it. <laughs> <laughs> so do you do um, strength work as well? Like has your program got other things apart from just long, long distances? Not at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that's coming. Oh. So, so yeah, I'm only five weeks into training. <laughs> so, yeah, I've got eight weeks to go. That's still that doesn't seem like that far away, does it? <laughs> eight weeks nah, seems like it's, it's not. It's getting smaller and smaller. Can, can you think of um a time in your training or in a race where everything just flowed and it all just felt like you know there's no place you'd rather be? Not the best moment you've had with your running, whether it doesn't yeah. have to be crossing a line. It could just be in the middle of a training run or it doesn't really matter. Yeah, there are times where, especially sunrise, mm. it's just like, because I, I get up at 4.30 every morning and run. Um, you know, it goes dark and then you can see it when it's you know, orange and red and you just see it slowly coming up and it's just like, wow, the birds are awake and it's just that. that. It's just peace and serenity, you know, and it's just like this is, yeah. This is what life is, yeah. That's beautiful. Pretty cool. Yeah, I love that too. Yeah. I need to get up earlier. <laughs> I love, it's just beautiful. Um, and do you run mostly on the trails, or are you where are you training? Um, where I'm living at the moment, there's a few like few trails, like horse trails. So there's mm-hmm. Crown Land. Um, so the government owns it. So there's a few horse trails and that that are around the joint, but mostly on the road, um, shared paths. Okay. Trails, yeah. Yeah. What do you prefer? What, trails. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because you're kind of out there. and It's a bit like the camping stuff as well, isn't it? And you, Yeah, especially exploring new trails, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I love that too, actually, not knowing what's around the corner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the best. That is so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you find that you're a bit of an evangelist now for running? Like when you see people, do you just want to encourage them to run and talk about running and just. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. I think, um, yeah, there's been a couple of people who have, you know, started to get, I'm starting to get close with, you know, with uh, like a, yeah, the bloke who I'm living with at the moment, his family and um, yeah. Yeah. His brother-in-law sort of thing, you know, trying to get him into some sort of fitness thing and just, yeah, just speak about running and so he's out and about starting running and that and it's pretty cool, you know, you start speaking about it and people are, you know, slowly getting there. Um, yeah, I, I don't know, I'd just do it and attraction, not promotion sort of thing, you know. Yeah, uh, oh, absolutely. Yeah, people, can see it. people can see it's changing people's lives, I guess, and, yeah, so they just, just jump on board. You know, that in itself, the fact that, you know, you're a guiding example of it changing somebody's life. Mm. It's changing your yeah. life. And it's not just changing your life, but it's it's happening right now. Like you're not talking about a story that happened to you in your teens and 20s and you're in your 40s or 50s. You're happening, mm. you're, you're telling us a story about something that's happening right now. Yeah. Which in itself is pretty powerful. 
Yeah. And all those people around yeah. you can, they can be witness to that if you like, or they can, they're watching yeah, it happen, which I think is yeah. really powerful too. And it's probably, as you said, encouraging them to get out if they hadn't, weren't already and pick up yeah. a pair of running shoes and, and do it too. So it's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love it. <laughs> is, there, is there anything about running before we, um, before we wrap up? Is there anything about running that you want to talk about that we haven't touched on? Because I know we both are obviously are addicted to running and love it a lot and think yeah, everybody yeah. should do it. But, um, <laughs> what is it? Is there anything about it that you want to share that we haven't touched on? Um, not too sure. Uh, pretty good, pretty thorough. Yeah, digging. Yeah, into that's pretty good. Yeah, your passion for running, um, which is really what it is, isn't it? Like, you yeah, exactly. Passion for it. Yeah, um, and I don't think at the moment, not without putting words into your mouth, but that you can imagine actually having a life without running now. Like it's become. Quite yeah, no. Mm. Yeah, I couldn't imagine it. Mm. So if and, if and when you get injured, <laughs> you need to start thinking a little bit about Michael as a fit person, someone who wants to yeah. be fit too, like who loves to run. But if you can't run because, I don't know, you get a bung knee or something happens and you can't run for a little while, you'll go swimming or riding or walking or doing some other thing as well yeah. to try. And, it won't be the same, but at least it will keep you moving and keep you keep you feeling that sort of fit. And a bit of adrenaline yeah. going, I think. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because that's it's what, something we talk about on the podcast from time to time, and that is your identity. And you know, it's great to have to identify as a runner, but often it's good to also have with that an identity of someone who wants to be fit or healthy or whatever, yeah. as a po- like a bigger umbrella. Over yeah, it. bigger picture. Yeah. yeah, just in case something happens and you can't run for a while. <laughs> like yeah. after running the lavender trail, <laughs> you might need to yeah. take a few weeks off running. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think I'm going to be pretty broken. <laughs> you will. And then you look around, everybody you know is running and it's like, what? It's like, that's the worst time. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's running when you can't for some reason. Anyway. All right. I think um, the things you've shared have just been quite inspirational and power packed in the last half an hour. So yeah big kudos to you for what you're doing before we go though do want to ask you for some running tips so if people it's actually good to ask someone like you who's only been running for you know a shorter period how you know if somebody came up and said to you i want to start running michael what tips would you give them to get started yeah for sure i think yeah if you start just uh yeah just choose a distance it doesn't have to be big yeah, mm-hmm. be 800 meters, whatever it is. Yeah, just pick that, run that. Yeah, and then walk, then run more. Yeah, slowly get into the groove of things, I guess. Um, yeah, don't ever think that you know you've got to come first. You know, in ultra running, it's not about coming first. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's gonna be it's near impossible to come first. Yeah, it's more the satisfaction of finishing, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely get a decent pair of sneakers as well. Yeah, that, is that always helps. Yeah, <laughs> so and uh, yeah, and get some blister socks. Blister socks, yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing how a little yeah. blister can stop you. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. It's a tiny little thing. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, <laughs> they're awesome tips. Thank you, and I'm sure they're going to help some people. 
Thank don't you. jump off but again massive thank you for being on the podcast because i know that it's going to help some people and i'll put the links to your uh, gofundme page and your facebook stuff so people can keep a track of what you're doing yeah. over the next eight weeks and then for the actual event yeah very exciting um and big kudos to you for actually putting out there you know the word for um for the treatment place because i think the other what do you call it? The rehab place? Um, because yeah. I think, as you said, there's not enough known for uh, out there in the community for where you can access these kind of places. You know, we think we have all the answers because we have the internet, but now, but <laughs> actually the internet yeah, exactly. is not necessarily, it's a very crowded, busy place and not you can't always find what you need there if you're in need of this. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. Don't run away. Thank and, you. Um, I will say goodbye to you off the podcast also. No worries. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mind, Fit Body podcast. I'd love to talk to you about your running journey. So send me a message on Facebook or on the website and let's do it. For a bunch of resources on mindful running that will help you get and stay mentally and physically fit, head over to the website fitmindfitbody.co and I'll see you there. Plus, I'll be back here in your podcast player a few times a week. Hit subscribe now so that you don't miss an episode. And before you go, I'd really appreciate it if you'd leave a review. It'll help more people to find the podcast and get inspired to start running. I'll see you soon. Bye.